Little Wing is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. I'm in a period of emotional people. Is that all the, oh, I don't care crap? A little adventure. Where are you going? I'm going to steal a bird from the Russian pigeon mafia. Let's do it. Goes a long way. <laughs> Starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Life can hurt, but life is sweet. Little Wing, rated PG-13, may be inappropriate for children under 13. Now streaming exclusively on Terramount Plus. This is the London Visited podcast on your favourite podcast provider, bringing to you the facts, history and information about different parts of this great capital. If you have been to London, are planning on visiting, live here or just love London from afar, then this is the podcast for you. Hi, I'm Steve and welcome to our podcast. We're here for all things London and to tell you more behind some of the iconic places and people in London's history. In this episode, we go to Parliament Square, which is right outside the Houses of Parliament. Don't forget to visit and subscribe to our YouTube channel, London Visited, to see videos covering this place and so many others across London. Also, if you love the podcast and the channel, why not join us as a member? Join our group of what we like to call our London Visited Crown Jewels, where there are many different benefits, including a members-only monthly podcast. Have a look by going to patreon.com forward slash London Visited. And now to this week's podcast. Parliament Square is a square at the northwest end of the Palace of Westminster in the city of Westminster in central London. Laid out in the 19th century, it features a large open green area in the centre with trees to its west and contains 12 statues of statesmen and other notable individuals. As well as being one of London's main tourist attractions, it also is the place where many demonstrations and protests have been held. The square is overlooked by various official buildings, legislature to the east in the Houses of Parliament, governmental executive offices to the north on Whitehall, the judiciary to the west, the Supreme Court, and the church to the south with Westminster Abbey. Buildings looking upon the square include the churches of Westminster Abbey and St Margaret's Westminster, the Middlesex Guild Hall, which is the seat of the Supreme Court of the United Kingdom, government offices at Great George Street, serving HM Treasury and HM Revenue and Customs, and Portcullis House. Roads that branch off Parliament Square are St Margaret Street towards Millbank, Broad Sanctuary towards Victoria Street, Great George Street towards Birdcage Walk, Parliament Street leading to Whitehall and Bridge Street leading to Westminster Bridge. Parliament Square was laid out in 1868 in order to open up the space around the Palace of Westminster and improve traffic flow and featured London's first traffic lights. A substantial amount of property had to be cleared from the site. The architect responsible was Sir Charles Barry, its original features included the Buxton Memorial Fountain, which was removed in 1949 and placed in the present position in nearby Victoria Tower Gardens in 1959. In 1950, the square was redesigned by George Grey Woman. The central garden of the square was transformed from the parliamentary estate to the control of the Greater London Authority by the Greater London Authority Act of 1999. It has responsibility to light, cleanse, water, pave and repair the garden and has powers to make bylaws for the garden. The east side of the square, laying opposite one of the key entrances to the Palace of Westminster, has historically been a common site of protest against government action or inaction. On May Day 2000, the square was transformed into a giant allotment by a Reclaim the Streets guerrilla gardening action. Most recently, Brian Hoare staged a continual protest there for several years, campaigning against British and American action in Iraq. Starting on the 2nd of June 2001, Hoare left his post only once, on the 10th of May 2004, 
and then because he'd been arrested on the charge of failing to leave the area during a security alert and return the following day when he was released. The disruption that Hall's protest is alleged to have caused led Parliament to insert a clause into the Serious Organised Crime and Police Act of 2005, making it illegal to have protests in Parliament Square, or indeed in a large area roughly half a mile in all directions, without first seeking permission of the Metropolitan Police Commissioner. The provisions of the Serious Organised Crime and Police Act relating to Parliament Square were repealed by the Police Reform and Social Responsibility Act of 2011, which provides for a different regime of prohibited activities. As well as sparking a great deal of protest from various groups on the grounds of infringement of civil liberties, including the European Convention on Human Rights, the Act was initially unsuccessful in accomplishing its goals. Brian Hall was held to be exempt from needing authorization in a High Court ruling, as his protest had started before the Act came into effect, although any new protest would be covered. Hall remained in Parliament Square. Later, the Court of Appeal overturned this ruling, forcing Hall to apply for police authorization to continue his protest. The square is home to 12 statues of British, Commonwealth and Anglosphere political figures. We have listed them here in the anti-clockwise order beginning with the Winston Churchill statue, which faces Parliament. So Winston Churchill, who was Prime Minister from 1940 to 1945 and 1951 to 1955, is on the northeastern edge of the green and was unveiled on the 1st of November 1973. It was, it was unveiled by Clementine Spencer Churchill. Churchill indicated his desire for a statue of himself in this spot when Parliament Square was redeveloped in the 1950s. Next, we have David Lloyd George, who was the Prime Minister between 1916 and 1922, and this is on the northern edge of the green. It was unveiled on the 25th of November 2007 by the Prince of Wales and the Duchess of Cornwall, and stands on a plinth of slate from a quarry in North Wales. Next is Jan Smuts, who was the Prime Minister of South Africa between 1919 and 1924 and 1939 and 1948, and this is on the northern edge of the green. Unveiled on the 7th of November 1956. Winston Churchill, on his return to power in 1951, wished to erect a statue to Smuts. He was, however, unable to perform the unveiling due to illness, and the pedestal is made of granite from South Africa. Next, we have Henry John Temple, 3rd Viscount Palmerston. This is on the northwestern edge of the green and was unveiled on the 2nd of February 1876. Palmerston is portrayed in the Middle Age, before he became a Prime Minister. The pedestal departs from the Gothic model of the nearby statues of Derby and Peel. Next, we have Edward Smith Stanley, 14th Earl of Derby, who was Prime Minister in 1852, 1858 to 1859, and 1866 to 1868. And this is on the northwestern edge of the green, unveiled on the 11th of July 1874. Darby is represented wearing his robes as Chancellor of the Oxford University. The bronze release around the pedestal depicts scenes from his life, which were executed by Noble's assistant, Horace Montfield. Next, we have Benjamin Disraeli, 1st Earl of Beaconsfield, on the western edge of the green, unveiled on the 19th of April 1883. The statue was a shrine of the Primrose League, a conservative association established in Disraeli's memory, who left wreaths in front of it every year on Primrose Day, the anniversary of his death. Next, we have Sir Robert Peel, who was Prime Minister 1834 to 1835 and 1841 to 1846 on the western edge of the green, unveiled in 1877. Our next one is George Canning, who was Foreign Secretary from 1807 to 1809 and 1822 to 1827, and then Prime Minister in 1827, and that is at the square's junction with Great George Street, unveiled on the 2nd of May 1832. 
originally erected in New Palace Yard in its current location since 1949. Our next statue is Abraham Lincoln, President of the United States between 1861 and 1865, and this is in front of the Middlesex Guild Hall, unveiled in July 1920. A recasting of the statue in Lincoln Park, Chicago, this statue was unveiled by Prince Arthur, Duke of Connaught, after being ceremonially presented by the American ambassador and accepted by Prime Minister David Lloyd George. Initially, the statue was to be erected in 1914, but this was postponed. By that time, some favoured the alternative statue by George Gray Barnard, which was eventually erected in Manchester. Our next statue is Nelson Mandela on the southwestern edge of the green, unveiled on the 29th of August 2007. Westminster Council had earlier refused permission placing the statue in Trafalgar Square, adjacent to South Africa House. The statue was unveiled by Prime Minister Gordon Brown in the presence of Wendy Woods, the widow of Donald Woods, a late anti-apartheid campaigner and the British actor, director and longtime friend of Woods, Richard Attenborough. Our next statue is Mahatma Gandhi on the western edge of the green, unveiled on the 14th of March 2015. The statue of the Indian independence movement leader Mahatma Gandhi is based on a photograph of Gandhi standing outside the offices of the Prime Minister of the United Kingdom, Ramsay MacDonald, in 1931. It was unveiled by the Indian finance minister, Aaron Jadley, on the 14th of March 2015. The statue was dedicated as a commemoration of the centennial of Gandhi's return to India from South Africa, which is generally regarded as the commencement of his efforts for Indian independence. Our next and final statue is Millicent Fawcett, campaigner for women's suffrage, on the northwestern edge of the green, unveiled on the 24th of April 2018. Erected in conjunction with the centenary of the women being granted the vote in the UK, this is the first statue of a woman to be included in Parliament Square. Dame Millicent was a prominent leader during the campaign for women's suffrage, serving as the president of the National Union of Women's Suffrage, societies for more than 20 years, as well as co-founding Newham College in Cambridge. The statue depicts her as a 50-year-old, at the age at which she became president of the National Union of Women's Suffrage Societies. The banner her statue holds reads, Courage calls to courage everywhere, an extract from a speech she made on the death of the suffragette, Emily Wilding Davison. The Parliament Square peace campaign was a peace campaign started by Brian Hoare in 2001 and carried on by Barbara Tucker until 2013. In May 2010, a peace camp known as Democracy Village was set up on the square to protest initially against the British government's involvement invasions in the Middle East, which became an eclectic movement encompassing left-wing causes and anti-globalisation protests. The Mayor of London, Boris Johnson, appealed to the courts to have it removed, and after demonstrators lost an appeal in July 2010, Lord Newberger ruled that the protesters camping on the square should be evicted. The final tents were removed in January 2012. So, I hope you've enjoyed our look at Parliament Square. If you'd like to make contact with us or suggest any places that you'd like us to feature in future podcasts, you can let me know through our website, londonvisited.co.uk or our social media. It's that easy. Thanks for listening. Really hope you enjoyed the podcast and we'll see you soon on the next one. Bye. Thanks for listening and please don't forget to subscribe to get more shows direct to your device. Also, why not visit our London Visited YouTube channel to get even more of London. Catch you soon on the next one.